the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting here next to me is my daughter, Andy, and my son, Alan. And we have, I'm that you guys got 15 to 20 years worth of experience around the company business, about the family business. And mm-hmm. I've been, we'll be 40 years in October coming up, 40 years in the car repair industry. If you'd like to call us with a car question um, or a car problem, then what you do is is you tell us what kind of car vehicle you have, what the year, make, and model is, and you tell us how many miles it's got on it, and then describe the symptoms. We're not interested in what YouTube University says is wrong with your car. We we want to discuss the symptoms. Does it do it hot? Does it do it cold? When the car vibrates, does it vibrate the seat of your pants, or does it vibrate the steering wheel? When the car doesn't start, is it always cold or always hot? And what does this code could mean? And and it'll take us a minute to look the code up because there's only six million of them. I'm exaggerating, of course, but that's the kind of thing that we do here. Now we also are good marriage counselors because if you and your wife are arguing about what new car you're going to get, then we can help you with that. Sure. And uh, and we can just tell you from a maintenance standpoint the durability and the dependability of the car. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, one of the things we will comment on is this car doesn't take an overheat well at all. Mm -hmm. This isn't something that you can drive another 10 miles on your way to Flagstaff with no coolant and the red light on, and you're going to cook the motor. It's, It's just a fragile thing. We want to talk, or I want to talk about automatic transmission exchange. Oh, by the way, the phone number is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Automatic transmission exchange has been around a long time. Phil's been working on transmission since 1968. He's been through the old-fashioned power glides and then the 350s and the 400s and the 700s. So he's gone through the entire gamut of transmissions from the very oldest two speeds all the way up to the eight-speed electronics. So once you have a fundamental knowledge, it's easy to make that transition. No different than us, those of us that start working on carburetors and 50 vehicles now working on fuel-injecting vehicles with no distributor. Those are the kind of things that uh, those of us that have been around a long time have. So Phil says he doesn't do a lot of transmission replacements. He does leaks. He does shift problems and stuff like that. He does do replacement transmissions, but that's not the biggest portion of his business. So he's on 40th Street in Washington. As you travel up and down Washington, he's on the north side of the road. And if you travel up and down Washington on a regular basis, you'll, you'll see that he's been there a very, very long time. And uh, I guess, Gil, we got anybody? He's going to say no. no. lines are open. Lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. Back 602. to the, go ahead. Go ahead, back All to right. 
Back to the buying cars and things like that. Paul always says, one of our service writers always says they don't uh, put cheap parts on expensive vehicles. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good analogy because people, you know, want to buy a BMW, Mercedes, the nice vehicles, and they drive and handle nice, and it's great, but the repairs are just... Horrendous. Yeah. And the parts aren't generally available. Now, we have cars out there that I call one percenters. Mm -hmm. They represent only 1% of all the cars on the road. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that you're going to end up at the dealer for virtually all your parts, whether we buy them or they install them. Mm -hmm. There's just, that's the way it is. But with respect to the Chevys and the Fords and the Dodges, Chryslers, the Toyotas and the Hondas, which is the five big dogs that are double digits, Mm -hmm. Chevy, Ford, Dodge, Honda, Toyota. Those are the big five guys. Mm-hmm. We can buy. How often do you guys think we have to buy dealer parts to fix those cars? What percentage? How many out of 10? How many out of 100? Um, I would say one to two, you know, out of 10. Okay. Um, I mean, that's what I would say. 10 to 20 percent. And I would, and I, 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 I don't know. You're saying 10 to 20. He's saying 30 percent. But I don't think our books reflect that. There's a difference in the cost associated with our parts, and there's a difference in what we sell those parts for because mm-hmm. they're just more expensive. Mm-hmm. But I'm not quite sure, but you could figure that out in a heartbeat. Yeah. And, of course, Jeff could do that. The parts department in a facility like ours and other independent shops is really the very best because what we have today is not what we had. The old days, we looked it up in a service manual or we looked it up in a parts manual, and or we'd call it by application. Mm-hmm. Today, we get on the computer, <laughs> and we can query, I don't know how many vendors Jeff's got. Parts Authority, Factory Motor Parts. Um, he's, he's got probably World got 10 or 12. Yeah. 10 or 12 mm-hmm. different vendors on the computer. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not it's not cost effective. Once you find one or two of the parts, you'll figure out real quick that they're 10 cents a part or a buck a part on a $200 part. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to shop that park on all 12 of our vendors. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if the two you look at are significant, then you can go for what we call a tiebreaker. You can go in and look. You guys, 602-508-0960. My mother-in-law up in Payson bought a 1943 fire truck. And it says right on it, that's a World War II fire truck. And it says, and, and then the historic says, history says, YouTube University says, that they didn't really make a lot of vehicles during the, or their 40s for people. They were for government entities. And it says made specifically for the Corps of Engineers. So this 43, we don't even know what tonnage it was until we find this tag that was hidden. It's a one and a half ton truck. Now it has a Stromberg carburetor on it and it has a base. And it and we need a float. And what else did we need? Oh, we needed brake shoes on the back, brake springs on the back. So we're rebuilding this fire truck for my mother-in-law. Jeff, our parts guy who people don't have access to, found the carburetor kit. He found the, the base um, extender. He found the brake shoes. He found seals. He found springs. He found virtually everything, but not one of them from any of our vendors. He identified the part number first, and then he can cart query mm-hmm. the part number. I'll give you another example. I took the big truck into um, uh, Mikey's shop mm-hmm. up in Payson, and in the process of them working on it, they opened the driver's door, and the handle broke inside. Mm-hmm. And so they took it apart, and they said, you know, we accidentally did this, and we've got to find this part. So 
I called Vanguard, who's the Volvo dealership, and they have an exploded drawing. So Mikey had done the same thing, and he had picked up the exploded drawing. So I called him, and I said, okay, I have this drawing. I think it's 140, and he goes, no, the part number's 55, and they have a drawing, and then you look at the mm-hmm. number, and it says whatever. So I queried the number. I found that part as little, and it's a big plastic piece that holds two metal rods together, from from as little as $11.50 to $53, mm-hmm. the same exact part. So I ordered two. Of why, course. <laughs> why, why did I order two? Because <laughs> two is better than one. <laughs> And they're laughing at me because I always order two of everything. But why did two I two or three or four no. or five or six? Okay, okay, go ahead and make fun of me. That's okay. I'm I'm tough. I'm tough. For the next time we get a if... forty-three one-ton fire truck built specifically for the Corps of Engineers. No, this this, this is, is for Clifford. This is for Clifford the oh. big red dog. Oh. It's a semi. I I haul tractors in it. No, here's the reason why. It's, the other door handle is going to break at some point. What's that? The other handle is going to break no, at some point. You know, you know what I bought it for? In case they break this stupid piece of plastic installing it the first time. It was $11.25. I got two of them, and the shipping was $13. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't spend as much as that $53 one. But the idea is, is this is old stuff. And they're going to take the door apart. Then they're going to try to snap this rod here and this rod here. Well, if they break the snaps, we have it. But I, it also fits both doors. So I'll put it in the glove box, and when the passenger door breaks, then I'll fix um, it. Absolutely. You're making fun of me. <laughs> both of you are making fun of me. What's that? Okay. Okay, we got a phone call. Who, uh, who have we got, uh, Gil? We have John. John, good morning to you. How can we help you? Well, I've got a 1984 Avanti. Uh, you familiar with that car? Yeah. Have we talked about this car? No. No, I've never called before. Have you ever emailed me? No, I haven't. Okay, fair enough. I I have a guy with a, an Avanti, and I've had uh-huh. numerous conversations with him, so I was asking you in, in a kind of quiet way if you were the one. But anyway, go right ahead. Well, uh, I got the car. Uh, it it was in Illinois, and I had it for years, and, and the guy I sold it to died recently, and so I got the car back. But when I got it back, it uh, it would uh, idle at a 1,500 RPM. So I took it to my local shop, and uh, he ha- they have a good uh, carburetor guy over there, and he got it down to about oh, 980 or something like that, but he told me it needs to be rebuilt, but he can't do it because he runs the shop over there. So I guess I'm looking for a guy that can knows carburetors can rebuild the carburetor. It's got sixty eight thousand miles on it. Okay. Well, I think it's a mistake for you to call around and ask somebody to uh, bid someone else's diagnosis. Here's the problem: you can't imagine how many times a day I hear, "Well, this really good mechanic said this," but the real picture, from my point of view, is is your mechanic dropped the idle, 400, 500, 600 RPM. But then he said that he couldn't rebuild the carburetor. So now he wants the next guy to go by his diagnosis that he couldn't do himself or he couldn't supervise one of the other guys to do it. What part of town do you live in? Sun City. Okay. I think 38th Avenue and in Indian School, you go over to Larry Harker's Auto and talk to Bob. He's a gray-haired guy. He's not going to be afraid of your carburetor if it's that's the issue. But there can be so many different things that can cause a car to lose its idle circuit. 
vacuum leaks. I don't know if your car has an EGR on it, but if it's stuck open, that would cause the problem. Then somebody would jack the idle up trying to compensate for this giant vacuum leak. I would say you have a one in five chance of needing a carburetor overhaul, and then four of the five, the possibility exists that it's something else causing this fast idle. So we have to check the choke linkage to make sure the choke, because as the choke flap shuts, it brings up this cam, and the cam has steps in it, and sometimes that cam hangs up. Another thing is we have two circuits in your carburetor. We have idle and cruise. Do you know how us old guys used to fix carburetors? Do you have any idea? No, no I'm not okay. a carburetor guy. <laughs> All, right. All right. It has a mouth on it, right? And the engine is yeah. sucking through that mouth. We All would right. take our right hand, and on our left hand, we'd have a glove, usually a welding glove. And we'd go, run, 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 And then we'd just bury that throttle. And as the motor raised up, we'd take our gloved hand, and we'd put it over the top of the carburetor. Whoa. And just before it dies, you take your hand off. Whoa. So you do that. What you're doing is you're causing the engine to suck really hard on the guts of the carburetor. And I want to tell you that I have personally been 30, 25 to 30% of the time I can suck clean the idle circuit and using the engine to help us do it. But you have to be careful because, first of all, the engine will suck the glove off your hand. <laughs> and so, you know, there's a little risk going on here. And you'll Lose notice. a phalange. Yeah. And where's my watch? <laughs> <laughs> You have to say you have to hear I said a, a a welding glove because every once in a while there'll be a backfire and the glove will catch fire. Oh, so oh, this oh, is this is not awesome. something that you want to do, but I guarantee you Bob will do that first. He'll take a can of carb spray that foam and crap and he'll cover that thing up like you're going to shave it. And he'll cover the inside and the outside, he'll let it sit, then he'll put on a glove, boom, and he puts his hand over the top. He has a 25% chance of cleaning up that idle circuit and then that thing'll go It'll purr like a, a uh, we do that with motorcycles machine. and rhinos and all. I mean, we we do that. We do that a lot. I yeah. mean, especially on our power sports stuff or just don't chainsaws try it at home, blowers. especially yeah. before Christmas for <laughs> all the women's sake, please. Yeah. Well, not only that is, is if you pull your hand off and there's a backfire, you better have your head back just to tatter. You're gonna lose all your eyelashes and your eyebrows and all that kind of stuff. Probably anyway, have to change your pants. Thir- <laughs> knock it off, Andy. Thirty. Shh. 38th Avenue in Indian School. You go to Bob at Larry Harker's Auto, and and you tell him Mark Salem said he doesn't have a prayer in hell of fixing this Avanti carburetor. That's like waving the red flag in front of a bull. You tell him that. All righty? Great. Yeah, will do. Thank you, John. All righty, we're going to take a break. The lines are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, car problem, then I think we can help you out. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. 
Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off, 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. This is Michael Medved of michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. Saturday Night Live offered a pre-Christmas spoof called It's a Wonderful Trump in which their presidential impersonator gets a glimpse of how life would be different if he had lost the election. The skit proved only intermittently entertaining, but it suggests a response to those who blame Trump alone for our angry antagonisms. Imagine that Hillary won the election. Would America be a model of harmony and civility? Would still disagree bitterly on immigration taxes, trade, race relations, and foreign policy. In fact, President Hillary might have gotten her very own special prosecutor, just as Reagan, her husband, and Trump did. With congressional Republicans pushing hard to probe Uranium One, emails, and the Clinton Foundation, Robert Mueller might have been tapped to lead a very different investigation. Sure, President Trump could do more to bring the country together, but you can't explain our present polarization as the work of a single individual. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. How do we get a diagnosis? What are the stages of the disease? When someone in your life has Alzheimer's, Not a day goes by that you don't have questions. Do we need full-time care? Are there any new treatments? So many questions. Where do you start? How will I pay for this? Where can I get extra help? Alzheimer's.gov, a reliable resource for information about Alzheimer's and related dementias. What happens next? Where can I find answers? The answers start here. Mechanic raised up from under my hood and he shook his head and said, This ain't good. Timing belts done shrunk. Go ahead. And size too get your small. headphones on, Alan. 602-508-0960. Let me tell you real quick, we talked about Harkers just a minute ago, 38th Avenue and in Indian School. Bob is a gray haired guy. Bob, I think Bob may be a better tech than I am. He has just got that tenacity of following something until it's you know till he finds it. There's a certain amount of joy in doing that kind of stuff, but the idea is is that he's good about that. So if you live near 38th Avenue in Indian School and you're looking for a place, he does oil changes, he does vehicle emissions, he does the dashboard rattles, but he really is good that when I turn on my windshield wiper, my car backfires. That relationship he's good at. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a silly symptom set, but you, you get the idea of what it is. Jerry, you're up first. How can I help you? Hello, Mark and family. How are we doing today? We're doing good. Good, thanks. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, i got a follow-up and a question for you. Follow-up okay. on an 09 Durango. I called you on a couple of weeks back, and I kind of stumped you. It's having okay. a hard uh, 2-1 downshift. Upshifts were fine. 
uh, and he got kind of stumped on. So I took it down the field at ATE. <laughs> he took it for a drive and had his guys look it over. And they ended up, uh, asked, they asked me, when did you replace your battery last? And I said, eh, six months or so. And he said, this asked if the problem started around then, and I did not know the answer to that. So I said, who knows? So they did a quick refresh on the computer on it, and that changed that downshift significantly. I still have a little bit of it, and I brought it back to him, and he said, yeah, you only drove about 500 miles, so drive it some more. Uh, but I noticed that that shift is, is noticeably better. So kudos to Phil uh, and the guys down there at ATE. And you had uh, you had some head shakes in, inside the studio here. Um, you I just had one this week. Now, it was actually on a GM, though. Okay. Same exact issue. Right. Um, real hard, uh, real hard two to one downshift. Okay. And uh, yep. we did a we did a reflash. Now completely separate transmissions, not not anywhere near the same. Okay. However, it's the same symptom, and uh, reflash fixing it. Okay. Now let's talk in generic forms. What the diagnosis and the reflash, just generically. So well, me- with those, it's kind of tough because you don't have a code okay. associated with it. It's just a drivability concern. So right. the, usually what we'll find is, is we'll look for what's called TSBs, okay. technical service bulletins that, that basically the, the manufacturers put out that a whole bunch of people are having problems with this, and we've come up with this solution. And uh, we found one for, for that, um, and it usually fixes a couple of little things as well. And it was a harsh two-to-one downshift update with this you know, reflash, and we hit it, and it worked. Okay, dollars, dollars, bracket, uh, just 125 bracket. to 200 Okay. Uh, I would say 125 to 250 depending on the make, make and model. Some of the imports are more expensive to, to, to do. And what we're going to do is we're going to plug into your car. We're going to go up to the cloud, and we have to pay for permission of the cloud. The cloud then identifies your car, and then you just, you know, you say, hey, I want you to put new software. It's just like your phone. The other day, I don't know if you guys got an update on your phone, or it says I'm ready to do an update. That's the same way with cars. That's not a fix for very many things. It's a silly idea to think we're going to spend $128 worth of you know, satellite time to just upgrade your system when we don't know whether that's going to fix anything or we don't know mm-hmm. that you need that. It's going to be a different thing. Mm-hmm. But it's good that he did that. But there's some diagnostic process associated with that. First of all, you have to verify the concern, and the symptoms have to match the technical service bulletin exactly. Right. So there's no, I got a bad transmission, oh, I'm going to, or a bad harsh upshift or downshift, and I'm going to reflash the computer. And the TSBs will be, I mean, vehicle-specific, year-specific, things like that, correct? And then those are more of fixes than guesses. Yep. Yeah. As as opposed to like the stuff you read on the internet is my point. The TSBs are a lot more technical fixes than anything. Well, you better match four of the five or nine of the ten symptoms before you do the reflash. I mean, you have to look at the yeah. technical service bulletin, and it oftentimes says, try this, try this, try this, and you have to do all of that, and then it's, okay, if you can't do it this way, then here's how we want you to yeah. do it. So if you don't follow the process, it's kind of like cooking a cake. If you don't follow the directions, your, your cake is not going to be you mm-hmm. know anything. But I'm happy that you got it. Now, what did Phil charge you? Uh, he did only a quick reflash on it. He okay. said we didn't do a complete computer reflash on it, uh, and that was like around 100 bucks, a little over 100 bucks. I wonder if he did a reboot where he no, pulled both cables. He probably just did the uh, TCM. Okay. Transmission I control. I think that's mod. right. 
Yeah, he probably just did the TCM, whereas, you know, typically, if we're going to go in there and do it, it's, it doesn't cost much more. We'll usually hit the PCM with the reflash. And then when we do that, it'll bring it up and it'll say, hey, the ABS has a reflash and the door module has a reflash or updates. And at that point, we'll just usually hit them all. Um, but, yeah, if he just did a TCM, he probably did a he probably did a TCM reflash and then a quick learn and sent you out the door. And and we do that a lot. We and there's sometimes when a reflash. So we had a BMW with 14 hours. We did it overnight, and you have to supply the battery with specific voltages the entire time. Not too long ago, we had when we were in the middle of a reflash. Somebody opened the damn door. Mm-hmm. The dome light came on. It it caused a a fluctuation in the voltage, and we have to start it all over. Yeah. So yeah. that's the kind of thing. You had another question, Jerry? Yes, I did. Uh, I have a uh, 2010 uh, 1500 Dodge pickup, and my recirculator door is broken. I called you on that last week, and I, it's stuck in the closed position. So okay. I can get to it. I can stick it in either the open position or the closed position. So I was able to get to it. Uh, which is the preferred position for it to be broken in? Open so it's in the research mode or the non-research mode. Hey, we've had people tie strings to that lever and move it back and forth from, you know, through the glove box or something like that. There is no preferred method. In the middle gives you half half hot, half cold, and in the middle will give you half research and half outside air. But if you want one, I think you're better off to just go to research and not go outside air. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, I agree. So if you're going to stick it there, then just take the research because we're going to now cycle the air through the car. We're going to use the cabin filter, and you're not going to have to worry about the smoky car in front of you at an intersection. Mm -hmm. So I go into research. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you very much. Tom, you're going to be next, but I've got to take a break here in 45 seconds. So I'm going to ask you to hang on to hold, and then I'm going to take you, and we'll give you all the time we need. Anybody else? You can be second or third to Tom, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. My email address is mark with a K at MarkSalem.com. Mark with a K at MarkSalem.com. If you're shy to be on the studio or on the radio, then you can send me an email address, and I'll do my best to guide you the very best I can. As you can well see, we're not in the. We're going to send you to a place in town that's close to you, and that we already have vetted somebody whose skill, skill level matches the kind of question and problem that you have. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserit paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? 
Join James and Brandon Herbis for the Safe Money Radio Show here on KKNT every Saturday at 2 p.m. and Sundays at 1 p.m. And you can also call James and Brandon now for your free customized safe information money kit and a 115-page safe money book at 844-371-SAFE. That's 844-371-7233. There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hot. We were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continued to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half, and you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. DFC Darrell Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. This is Michael Medved of michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. Saturday Night Live offered a pre-Christmas spoof called It's a Wonderful Trump in which their presidential impersonator gets a glimpse of how life would be different if he had lost the election. The skit proved only intermittently entertaining, but it suggests a response to those who blame Trump alone for our angry antagonisms. Imagine that Hillary won the election. Would America be a model of harmony and civility? Would still disagree bitterly on immigration taxes, trade, race relations, and foreign policy. In fact, President Hillary might have gotten her very own special prosecutor, just as Reagan, her husband, and Trump did. With congressional Republicans pushing hard to probe Uranium One, emails, and the Clinton Foundation, Robert Mueller might have been tapped to lead a very different investigation. Sure, President Trump could do more to bring the country together, but you can't explain our present polarization as the work of a single individual. I'm Michael Medvey. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? Tell you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it. The first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you make a plan anyway? Visit azein.gov and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by DEMA, FEMA, and the Ad Council. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results of the dream of Henry Ford. Well, welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and just like we promised, we're going straight to Tom. Tom, how are you today? What can we do for fine, you? Fine, Mark. How are you? First I'm good. of all, I want to say, I live in Mesa. You sent me to Thompson's years ago. Couldn't be happier. They keep my vehicle. I have a fleet, excellent care, but I had a problem with my daughter's Honda Civic Hybrid. I went to Larry Harker and couldn't be happier either, because you're right. Nobody could fix it. He fixed it. Yeah, I'm 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 happy to hear that you share that with us because that makes me feel really good. There's a lot of people that don't think that we're as good as dealers. There's a lot of people who don't trust us and probably rightfully so. But I've done my best since 1988 to identify those guys that do what you talk about. They're really good at what they do. And Larry was more nice. He said, "Here's what I do." He recommended and he said, 
my daughter said, well, Dad, I'll get a new car. I said, do you want a car payment? I said, we can replace the engine, and that only costs us 300 a month for a year. I said, then it's over. I said, the car's other <laughs> So she did what I did. She's had it for a year. No problem at all. That's but the reason, I, the reason I called, years ago, I'm looking for someone to fix a radio in a 1998 old Intrigue that we've had since it was new. My grandson drives the day issue, and the, the radio's acting up. Years ago, you gave me somebody, and I can't remember. I can't, didn't write it down. Do you know anybody that repairs old car radios? Alan is chomping at the bit right now. Oh, now, okay. now here's the problem. Old radios, there's so many different things, but the answer to your question is most of the time, it's financially beneficial to just put another radio in there than try to fix yours. Most mm-hmm. of the time. We've had customers that go to the wrecking yards and get a radio, and that rarely turns out good. Rarely. Yep. So um, we use two places. We use Sounds Good to Me in Tempe and... That was the place you sent in Tempe. Okay. And then we also have Cartoons. K-A-R-T-U-N-E-S. Yeah. Cartoons. Yeah. What What's wrong with the radio? What's it doing? Uh, First of all, the tape... It's- it's an old cassette and a, uh, what do you call that, uh, cassette in the... CD? 8-track? Yeah, no, CD. But okay. the cassette got stuck or broke, and then he said, now it's not getting any, uh, um, it's not working. So I, I still, something, something, he goofed it up. But you know, he's a college kid. So okay. he, Wait, I he said, still has tapes? <laughs> oh, come hey. Come he still oh, has yeah. tapes? We, we, we still got tapes. We got them in the garage. Just a minute. Holy. Just a minute. I still have a tape. We, we need to, I do, too. We need to hear yeah, the program tape. here. You know, they got CDs. Yeah. And even later than that, we, now they have MP3s. This and later they got digital. took tapes or CDs. So we <laughs> Whoa, a tape and a CD. Yeah. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. I know you are. Um... Well, now, first know. of all, I think we need to check the basics. We need to yep. check the fuse. He says it's not lit, lighting up anymore at all. And yep. and so we need to go back to the basics and yeah. check that and see if we can get the face of that to light up and then see what we do have. Um, but I'm still of the the fundamentals is easy, but I'm still of the opinion, and I think you are too, is just go ahead and get another one put in there. Well, um, and we got and um, we've got a 2000 Camry, the rental that's now the rental that we had, and the radio went out on it, and we couldn't find a factory one, and we just ended up putting an aftermarket one in, yep. and it was it just had a CD player and it had a little USB port which was nice and updated, and it was. It was, it's and great. Did we do it or did cartoons do cartoons, it? Cartoons. Cartoons yeah. did it. Okay. Where's so, cartoons located, Mark? Uh, 101 in Rio Salado. Oh, it's right in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cartoons, now, they're, they're, they're good guys over there, on too. On the east side, west side, north side, south side? Uh, they are. So the 101 in Rio Salado, they are on the frontage road, southbound 101. So they are on the southwest corner. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah so you take that Not frontage road. That's transmission place. What? <laughs> We didn't hey, say it. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Not, d- t- don't go in. I won't go in there. Hey. Now, Tom, thank you very much. And we're going to move, <laughs> gonna move we forward. Merry we're, Christmas, Tom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, baby. Um, there is, uh, as you can imagine, folks, there are shops that I am excited about. And then there are shops that uh, my response is, as my mother used to say, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And that message is pretty clear here. Let's move on to Jack. Jack, good morning to you. 
Morning. I have another unique uh, situation here. Okay. 2003, 2003 Cadillac Seville. Um, I've got three basic problems. My dimming, my headlights won't go on automatically at night. My interior lights will not go on, but it, it, occasionally as I open the left rear door, they'll go on. Now, I've replaced the dimmer switch three times. I've replaced the, um, the light sensor, uh, daylight sensor on the, on the dashboard three times. Uh, I've replaced the front body control module. And the rear one I haven't replaced yet. Holy cow! Mo, and so, so here's 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 my response with a smile on my face. You've replaced all that three times. Where do I start? Where do I start? Well, those those new parts are not available, really. So you know, I replaced okay. them three times because of the fact that you know I went to a yard and uh, and picked okay. up several of them at the same I, time. Sure. I, I know, but but we don't have any problems finding parts for. A, for an 03 Cadillac, I mean, we're we're not gonna yeah. we're not gonna struggle. The the problem is is you, you've been on a guessing by golly's kind of a thing, and and really and truly, I don't know that one thing is gonna fix the headlights and your interior lights. But I can tell you right now that somebody that knows their butt from a hole in the ground is gonna take twenty or thirty minutes to figure out your interior lights. No that's, question. Yeah, <laughs> that's not that's an can't easy be that hard. And and as far as the headlight sensor, what we're going to do is probably pull the headlight switch out and find out if we got power to terminal green and if we have a ground to terminal blue and and all that kind of stuff. And then we're going to go from there. So I I don't know what the answer is, but here's the scary part about this: if you want to lead the diagnostic, if you want to tell us what to do next, then you need to remember you haven't fixed it. So it's a bad idea to go in and say it's not this, this, or this because you're going to send us chasing our tail. You just go in and say, I want to do one at a time. I want you to work on the interior lights. I want them to open and come on and off with the door. And, yeah, as the operation of the door. Then if they develop confidence and they can fix that, then say, do you feel good about finding out why the automatic headlights aren't working? And, of course, the answer is yes or no. On a 1 to 10 scale, for a master technician that's seasoned and may have a couple of gray hairs in his nose or on top of his head, on a 1 to 10 scale, this is a 4. This isn't that big of a deal. You get a wiring diagram on the computer in the blink of an eye, and you just figure where powers and grounds are, and you're, you're done with it. What part of town do you live in? I basically live in northwest Phoenix. But um, my family's in the business. Um, I built this car. Uh, it, it had 60,000 miles on it. Built it from, uh, picked it up at auction at IAI. Uh, and regardless, I, I put a new nose on it. And I've gone through the, you know, the, the, I've had it on a snap-on scanner. And we put the front body control module in, readjusted everything. It didn't do anything. Now, I'm, I don't know if the rear one might be the one that controls those lights. Okay. Well, so, uh, yeah, a technician and some diagrams and information on it should be able to. Yeah. The, the the issue is 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 you know what do you want the shop to do? Do you want them to bypass all the preliminary stuff and go straight to the rear uh, sensor? Is that what you want them to do? I suggest to you that the fact you've not fixed it yet 
doesn't mean that you didn't make a mistake or install a bad part or you didn't recognize a burnt terminal in a, in a connector or that you didn't. I mean, I want to tell you something. 25% of the time, it's reading the owner's manual fixes cars. Um, I, just last night, I drove the orange Camaro. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get the fog lights to work. I spent 20 minutes with the Push owner's the manual. No. <laughs> it says in the owner's manual, if you have HID headlights, the fog lights become daytime running lights. Want to bet? Okay. I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> push, you push the, the button. Okay. I did that, and so did Mom. I, I drive them all with them all the time, 100% okay. of the time. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to do it because we're going to go home, and we're going to get in the Camaro, and you fire up those lights. Okay. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Because we <laughs> and we're going to fight about it on Christmas. <laughs> and I'll tell you something else, too. Okay? I'm going to tell you something else, too. In the owner's manual, that's labeled H in the drawing of the dashboard. I don't care what anybody says. I've driven See, that thing a thousand listen. times with the with the with it. Okay. A thousand times. A hundred million times. <laughs> I have driven that car with those fog lights on. Okay. Because I hate when the fog lights aren't on. on it. Well, I, don't, I don't like when the fog lights aren't on i can tell they give you better peripherals <laughs> can you spell that yes okay go ahead we don't have enough time right okay now. okay anyway um jack it's it's just not that difficult and obviously you're in a bind but um you you know it's just a bad idea to go tell them what you've done and not to address those issues and there is a step ladder associated with this kind of a repair and, and that's the best i can offer you but if you're going to go up in the northwest corner if you live in the northwest corner you might have to come down to Hart. You can try Thunderbird Auto on Thunderbird and 88th. You can ask them if they want to take a look at it, but that's the best I can offer you. But i got to take a break, and we'll be back right after this. Are you the type who's got little time for talk but still wants to be plugged in? Wants the nickel tour by someone in the know? Wants the bottom line at the top of the page and at the top of the hour? I'm Terry Gilberg. Each day I write and deliver Terry's take on the topics, a digestible version of the issues of the day, now airing every morning at 7.04 a.m. and every evening at 6.04 p.m. My content is rich, researched, and reasoned. Get a fresh take every day on air. Get past takes every day online, 7.04 a.m. and 6.04 p.m. And now over 100 archive takes at 960 The Patriot. Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037, so he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. Something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess I was thinking Steve2037 would just fend for himself. Well, all right. But don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots. You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Hey, let's just hope Steve2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds, I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, Earth to Danny. Suddenly he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the, the school, school steps, steps we, we hugged goodbye. goodbye. I, I really hope, hope he doesn't have another, another bad day at school, school today. today. 
When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. The following message is brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. The inherent right to work is one of the elemental privileges of a free people. Endowed, as our nation is, with abundant physical resources, and inspired as it should be with the high purpose to make those resources and opportunities available for the enjoyment of all, we approach this problem of re-employment with the real hope of finding a better answer than we have now. Your stuff can be more powerful than you think. Your stuff can be a resource for change. Donate to Goodwill where your donations help fund job placement and training for people in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. Welcome back, everybody. 48 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, 602-508-0960. I want to tell you about a couple of different shops and actually... Two of them are in the same location, or in the same geographical area. However, they do different things. First of all, you've got Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. They're die-hard service, repair, and parts on diesels, both foreign and domestic. They're located at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. They sell parts 24 hours a day on their website. And Nate and his guys, Nate is one of the nicest guys you've ever met. He has hands like tennis rackets, but he knows diesels inside and out, bumper to bumper. So if you have a GM, a Ford, well, God bless you if you have a Ford, but if you've got a GM, a Ford, or a Dodge, he's your guy if nobody else can fix it. Down the street from him is a guy who rarely does diesels. That's Action Auto Repair, I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. Tom is a full-service family-owned auto repair shop that served Deer Valley and North Phoenix since 1983, and I met Tom in the early 80s before he opened up his shop, which means I've known him since 80, 81, 82. Whatever your repairs need, and if you're in that geographical area, you can count on quality workmanship, great customer service, a fast turnaround time, and ASE master technicians that are going to work and diagnose on your car. So if you're anywhere I-17 in Deer Valley and you don't have a shop, that you love, then may I suggest Action Auto Repair I-17 in Deer Valley. But if you have a diesel, you need to remember Strictly Diesel I-17 in Pinnacle Peak Road. If you have to drive, it'll be worth it. Jaime, good morning to you. How can we help you? Good morning. Um, I do have a a 94 Ford Ranger. Uh, It's the four-cylinder, the 2.3 liter. Okay. And um, I had uh, a couple years now um, uh, an issue with it overheating. I lost my water pump and it exploded my radiator. Um, and so I figured since I got to replace, you know, those two components, I might as well just do everything all at the same time. Okay. So I got it up and working again, um, and I've never been able to get it to operate at normal operating temperatures. It runs cold, and in the wintertime, it's terrible for me because now my heater won't work. Okay. Now um, on, I figured I'd put the... Hold on. On your gauge, you, you uh-huh. have... 
you know, real cold. Then you got quarter, half, three quarters, and red. Where does yeah. the needle run? Right now, ever since the repair, it runs all the way cold. Okay. Did you put a thermostat in it? I did. Did you put it in backwards, maybe? I, that's what I initially thought, or maybe it was defective. So I went and got a, a other brand-new thermostat and made sure that I installed it the correct way, and it's still the same problem. Okay. you need to. I want you to get on the freeway and, and drive, like, 5, 10 miles. And I want you to pull off, you know, take an exit ramp and grab a hold of that upper hose. I need you not to be able to hang on to that upper hose to the count of 10. I mean, it'll get really hot in your hand. So the there's two things. Number one, you don't have a heater. That could be other things other than the temperature. Uh, you know, but then maybe I've got a bad gauge. I don't know. But then you say you got the thermostat in right, and I know that the hot water from the engine comes out the top hose, and then it goes through the radiator, and then it's, it comes back in the bottom hose. That's the suck side. So the pressure's on the top and the suck's on the bottom. You know, if you carefully now, carefully, um, were to grab a hold of those two hoses, there should be a significant difference between the top and the bottom. One that you should feel. Now, if you want to buy one of those temperature guns at, um, what's the name of that place down the like street? Harbor Freight. Harbor or... Freight. Then you can gun the top hose and the bottom hose. And, and obviously, if the hot water's coming in the top, then the bottom one should be 10 or 15 degrees cooler. Mm-hmm. But I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, and let, I don't, there's two things. The heater doesn't work. And I'm running cold, but I don't know what you could have done to, to, I don't, yeah. And of course, here's the question, Jaime, here's the issue. We don't know what it, what causes this until we find it and fix it. So it's not a good idea to focus on the thermostat or anything else. Because if I was working on your car, the first thing I'd do is get on the freeway and I'd go drive it and I'd pull off the side of the road, grab a hold of that upper hose, grab a hold of that lower hose, and I I wouldn't go by the gauge. So if they're different, if the upper hose is warmer and the bottom is cool, then... Normal. Yeah. Now, I would also want to grab both heater hoses and I'd want them to... I would have it in heat mode and I would want both of them to be hot. But if one of them wasn't hot, then we've got a problem by circulating hot water through the heater core. So I would grab both hoses. They better both be the same temperature. Mm -hmm. So at that point, then I'm going to look at the vents underneath because if I've got real hot heater hoses but I don't have any hot air coming into it, then I have to look at all the doors that are going to open and close and give me cold air or warm air as I I asked for. And he's got a 94 Ranger that's, you know, kind of old. So that diagnostic process, frankly... This is a half an hour's worth of time. This is sixty-five, seventy dollars to go through this and diagnose it. So I don't, I don't know the answer. But the good news is, is you're not burping, you're not throwing coolant into the overflow, you don't have a blown head gasket, you're not adding coolant to it on a regular basis. And if all of that is true, then you didn't hurt the motor when you had the radiator failure and stuff like that. Everything should be fine. Yeah. Now, so, is there any way that? Two times they gave me the wrong thermostat. You won't know until you test it. You huh. just, you okay. just, you just don't know. I, I don't know. It, there's only two thermostats. There's going to be a 180 and a 195, and I'm pretty sure your 94 takes a 195. I think mm-hmm. I'm guessing because it's got some kind of computer controls. We want the gauge on your Ford Ranger to run between half and three quarter. That's where yeah. we want it. 
So, and, and if I let it sit and idle for at least an hour, then it'll start to get to temperature and then the heater will work. But it, it takes an excessive amount of time for it to get to temperature. It sounds like that thermostat stuck open. It, it well, but he's put no, two. No, 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 no. I, I, I get it. I Maybe get it. try a different brand. Well, he did. He said he tried a different brand. See, the thing of it is, it's sitting there, and the water's going through the the block and the and the radiator real lazy. I mean, you're just idling. So I would expect an increase in heat, but going down the freeway at sixty miles an hour, we're, that water's moving. So it's coming out hot and coming in a, in a visual way. It's coming out hot and going back colder. So, you know, I, I don't know. If you had electric cooling fans, I would think that the electric cooling fans are running all the time. But a 94 doesn't have electric cooling fans. Right. No. So, I mean, this really is. What part of town do you live in? Uh, West Phoenix, off of 59th Avenue, and, uh, right off the of I-10. 59. You know, take it over to SNS Tires. He w- he waved his magic wand the other day and just hit a home run. Guy comes in, he's got a c- engine code. You know, everybody sold him a whole bunch of stuff. At the end of the day, this is a true story according to the customer. I took it in. The guy opens up the hood. He finds the vacuum line off. He plugs it in. He shuts the hood and he says, "There you go, sir." And I don't even know if they charged him and if they did, it was fifty bucks. So this guy had a lean code in his computer, and he finds a vacuum leak off, and it's a guaranteed. Now, the guy sent me an email and said, now, you know, weeks later, everything's fine. The check engine light hasn't come on. So you've you got nothing to lose. Uh, they're over there um, just west of the 101 and on the south side of the road, S&S Tire. Give him a try. Okay. Thank you. All right. Good luck to you, Harmony. Thank you very much. That's just a, you know, you don't know what's the matter with it until you find it. Right. So you can guess a lot, yeah. but it's it's just easier and better to just go diagnose it. Just just figure it out like I described. Yeah. Just grab a hold of that upper and lower radiator hose and stuff like that. If you had a plugged up radiator, it would get hotter faster because we're squeezing, it's kind of a funnel. We're squeezing a whole bunch of water through a small amount of the radiator. And at that point, the water's running through so fast that the upper and lower radiator hoses are the same size. But when you stop and let it idle, then that that will change because now we're lazily moving the water through a plugged radiator. So it has more time to drop its heat off. But the good news is is he didn't pop the head gasket or anything because he didn't have any of the symptoms on that. So 602-508-0960, and we just talked about S&S Tire. They have three locations, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. They have a really good, comprehensive line of tires and many different brands of tires. So if you want good, better, best of this particular size, they can pull that off. So they've got tires from wheelbarrows to tractor tires and everything in between. They'll balance your new tires. They'll do alignment, suspension work. They do oil changes. And they do the kind of work, this cooling system work, is, it would be very normal for any good technician. So SNS is still where I would send Jaime. Did you have another caller? Mm-mm. Nope, we're almost ended. No, show. okay, yeah. Well, we're fifty seconds away. My daughter Andy sitting here next to me that runs our company. Sitting next to me is Alan. If you have any questions, you can always call them and ask for them. But we're not going to diagnose your car over the phone. But we will give you good advice in a period of three, four, five minutes. So, thank you very much for spending your afternoon with us. Every Saturday, we're here from 10 o'clock until noon. And if you'd like to call us, you can. But if you want to ask me via email, that's easy too. My name is Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Until next week, wear your seatbelt, and if somebody does something nice for you, roll down your window, stick your arm outside, and say thank you. That happens so little that you're going to make somebody's day.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.